Welcome back to the Mel K Show. We uh, are going to roll a bit of uh, footage from last night's Tucker interview and then get into it uh, after. So uh, if you could roll the footage of Vladimir Putin talking about the dollar. To use the dollar as a tool of foreign policy struggle is one of the biggest strategic mistakes made by the U.S. political leadership. The dollar is the cornerstone of the United States power, but they won't stop printing. What does the debt of $33 trillion tell us about? As soon as the political leadership decided to use the US dollar as a tool of political struggle, a blow was dealt to this American power. I would not like to use any strong language, but it is a stupid thing to do and a grave mistake. Look at what is going on in the world. Even the United States allies are now downsizing their dollar reserves, seeing this everyone starts looking for ways to protect themselves. But the fact that the United States applies restrictive measures to certain countries, such as placing restrictions on transactions, freezing assets, etc., causes grave concern and sends a signal to the whole world. Do you even realize what is going on or not? Does anyone in the United States realize this? What are you doing? You are cutting yourself off. All experts say this. Ask any intelligent and thinking person in the United States what the dollar means for the U.S. You're killing it with your own hands. Oh, boy. We have been talking about it. I am back with Andrew and the great Bo Polny. But Andrew and I, for almost three years now, have said that the sanctions on Russia were going to push the rest of the world away from the United States because you really can't trust a country that suddenly sees as assets uh, of the people of that country from all over the world. They were seizing them. We watched it happen right after the COVID switched into the Ukraine narrative. And suddenly they were seizing uh, American citizens that were Russian, uh, their assets. They were putting sanctions on Russia. They were threatening other countries to not do business with Russia. And out came the acceleration of the BRICS nations. So, uh, Andrew, your thoughts on that, hearing that last night? Because a lot of people were saying, well, what are you guys talking about? And we would say it's very obvious that this was a horrible decision again in foreign policy and finance. Yeah, it's um, we called this a long time ago and now we have our confirmation. It's like um, it's like this. Uh, you're looking at a chessboard, and Putin was thinking about three or four moves ahead. So he he attacks Ukraine. We uh, we um, uh, put sanctions on him. Um, we we um, take over his bank accounts and other people's bank accounts. We seize those dollars, and um, and uh, as a result, he create BRICS was born. And it's um it, it's we we don't make anything here in in America anymore. We, we import most things and we export the dollar. He's right, that's been the cornerstone of, of this country for a long time. And if we get uh, unseated as the world's residency, it's just gonna be devastating to the dollar. We'll be flooded with people not wanting dollars. They're gonna come back here. It's gonna make the dollar worth less. It's gonna create hyperinflation and uh, the things that you need to buy every day like gasoline, eggs, and items like that are just going to continue to cost more. So the the only way that I can think of to be able to hedge that is what we always talk about: diversify with precious metals. Yeah, and um, and Andrew, on that note, you were recently in the UAE, or uh, were you in UAE to buy? Or yes, but you found that they didn't want to take the U.S. dollar uh, where you were already. 
Yeah, they don't. It's um, I, I collect um, nice watches, and um, a lot of the time uh, they they cost more than what I can carry around as far as cash. So I do bring some cash. Um, last visit, I took cash, um, Bitcoin, and gold. And um, the Bitcoin was their first choice of those three options, and the second was the gold, and uh, and last was cash. And and really, what they wanted was like a stable coin, like USDT. They're they're already thinking like um, like tokenization, uh, using tokens to be able to transact instead of the dollar. So it, it exists everywhere else. And just one final thing on that. Um, we were also in Japan as part of that trip. And um, Japan doesn't want any kind of currency at all, not, not even their own, like not American dollars, not, not uh, the Japanese yen. They, they wanted um, credit card transactions, so it just opens the door to being able to use your phone to be able to buy things with things like a central bank digital currency. Right. Track and trace surveillance. Well, Bo Pauly, yeah. your thoughts on uh, some of the things that you heard in uh, Putin discussing the U.S. dollar and what's happening in our financial markets and basically uh, that we are committing suicide financially. Yeah, so like Andy was speaking and he used the word if, I would even expand on that and I would actually take it right to the point of when all of this goes down. You, you, you can't stop what's coming. You can only prepare for it. And so, you know, we always have a nice chat conversation and there's really no stress in our conversation because why? We've prepared for what's coming. You know, we've been speaking about this. I know Andrew and I have been talking about the BRICS for, for two years already when we do a podcast. And the point of the conversation is you got to always look at the timing aspect of it as well, too. So it's co there's always coincidences in the world. And when things are a coincidence, you come to realize there are no coincidences, but they're more, more they're by design. So like Nixon takes us off the gold standard on August 15th, 1971, and to the exact day 50 years later, because you're Leviticus, thou shalt consecrate the 50th year. So the 50 year is a marker, and it's a scriptural number, biblical number. And to the exact day, Kabul fell. Please explain to me how Nixon takes us off the gold standard 50 years to the exact day Kabul fell. Okay, now, so we have a petrodollar contract via, uh, via Kissinger, and that's all fine and dandy, but the problem is uh, the other side of the coin was the petro in the dollar, and that's the Saudis of the Saudi Arabia, right? Well, Saudi Arabia, the neighbors of Kabul say, wait a second, the administration that's in right now just literally abandoned our neighbor. So if they abandon our neighbor, what are they going to do? Should their military con are they going to defend us? The answer obviously they came up was no, because nine days later, after Kabul fell, Saudi signed a military contract on the 24th of August, 2021 with Russia. Why would they need two military contracts? Well, because they obviously didn't believe in the, in the contract that was, was stated as a petrodollar contract. So based on the administration, they had no, no value in it. So they had to sign a new military contract. To matters take it further two years forward. We go to the exact August 24th when I was with you in Vegas. What happened? Well, they arrested Trump. And more importantly, on that exact same day, the Saudis agreed to join the BRICS. So we've been talking about the, the Saudis, the Saudis, or more the BRICS, the BRICS, the BRICS for two years now. Why? Because from the moment they signed that petrodollar contract or the contract, military contract with Russia, it was game over for the petrodollar. We're just unfortunately seeing things unfold right now because things take time to unfold. And that's the that's the, the essence of this. Your dollar is not going to collapse overnight. It's just going to get it's going to get 
worth less, worth less, and all of a sudden, boom, it's going to be worthless. So it's going to just plunge. And that moment in time we're at, we're here. Okay. So typically it's about two, two and a half years from when all of this manifested. So we're at that moment in time. Now we're about to see the collapse of the U S dollar. And so if you read what, what uh, Putin was, or listen very closely to what Putin was saying, you got to read between the lines, right? He's a very, got got to give him you know, credit. This is a very smart man who was speaking. He could go on for two hours and he would not be distracted off the questions. He would answer them so precisely. Very smart man. What I'm trying to illustrate is he's the man in charge of the BRICS now. He's he's running the BRICS. And he was basically telling us what? What were his words? It was the biggest strategic mistake ever by the United States to start with these sanctions. He said it. Those were his words. And then he also said that was a stupid thing to do. I'm not making those words up. I'm literally just repeating what he said. We all listen to the audio. Okay. And so they've used, and what have we said in the podcast? How have they built Babylon? Because we are not living in political times. These are biblical times. And we were watching a beast system trying to rise and poke his head up. And, and what do? What are they trying to do? We're going to talk further about what they're trying to do with it. But they want to enslave and control everybody. they got a central bank digital currency they want to bring. They want to bring anything and everything. They want to control bank accounts. They want to control you. Because what is Babylon? The one word you give Babylon? Control. And how they did it was with the money. And now they got a huge problem because this is the crazy part. Before it was Saddam Hussein, it was Gaddafi. They can just easily go in and invade those countries. Now you got the BRICS, and Andrew can, and you both can expand upon this, but what are the BRICS? The BRICS comprise right now with China, with India, Russia, Brazil, this comprises 70% roughly of the world population. So you can no longer invade a country. This is a biblical event that's about to go down because there's a prophecy actually, and it states this. The brothers of Goliath. The Goliath is the United States dollar. So the brothers of Goliath stand in glee. We will cripple you. And that's the moment in time in 24 hours where the BRICS attack, it will fulfill the what was what Putin was just saying, what was, was in between the lines of what he was saying. They will attack the US dollar and that will utterly destroy the financial system. We're going to see banks collapse. We're going to see the bond market collapse. The dollar will lose its status as the world reserve currency. And then to chime into what Andrew was saying, as great as it is right now to go to other countries, they don't want the dollar. When it loses its status as the world reserve currency, which is really close now, as we're stepping into March, your March is their god of war. Okay. When we step into March, we're going to see the collapse very soon. It was March, April, May, but very soon the dollar is going to about to collapse lose the status of the world reserve currency, and other countries, nations, will no longer accept it as payment, period. That is uh, that is what they are saying, and they're not uh, shying away from saying that, which is uh, interesting because a lot of people keep saying, as we said on our last show, well, the stock market's going up, it's going up. What they don't understand is that there's seven stocks. Most of them get uh, contracts from the government that are those stocks. Uh, the, the tech stocks and the military industrial complex stocks are holding up the entire market. So as long as they are printing money and putting them into that stuff and then sending our money overseas and all of that, they can keep it uh, inflated as long as they want. But at some point, you know, it's going to 
no longer be able to sustain itself and, and the fraud will be exposed. And we were talking earlier, it appears that Janet Yellen and uh, many other people, FinCEN, SEC, they're all panicking and trying to find ways to, to claw back in money from the people. And this is a, a really dangerous time. Uh, Andrew, what are your thoughts on uh, the stock market going up and going up and how unstable it is? But there are people out there that seem to think, that no, this is uh, this is a good thing, but I'm hearing all over the place and reading, and um, that no, this is uh, actually uh, a total um, a dangerous time, and a time that you really should be proactive more than ever. Oh, it's absolutely true because uh, for the last uh, three three and a half years now, we've seen a lot of money flow out of the traditional investments like real estate and stocks which are exiting the centralized banking system and then go into um, other alternative assets like gold and silver. And uh, now, it, as we head into the, the final stage of an election here, it, um, it appears to all of a sudden be, be great and safe to invest in the stock market again. And I think that this is all being done to, to make the current administration look successful, make it look like there's yeah. not inflation. If you notice, the gas prices are significantly lower. They're about two thirds now what they were before, but really nothing has changed. We have banks that are at the brink of failure. There's a, a big one in New York that's gonna go down any day now. Here in Beverly Hills, we've got entire blocks, and I'm not, I'm not um, exaggerating, entire blocks of commercial real estate that are empty. And uh, I believe that the, that the people that own this real estate, rather than do anything with it, they just let it sit there because the dollars that are in that property that is bought and paid for are safer in real estate than they are in the banks. And, and LA and New York are just filled with big expensive properties that cost millions of dollars where people are not even living in those homes. It's like, these are people that are rich. They have you know tens or if not hundreds of millions of dollars. And rather than have it sit in the bank, they wanna put it into real estate. They also have gold. But uh, they can't, you can't have 50 or $100 million worth of gold at your home safely, so they put it into real estate. So it, what, right. the point I'm right. trying to make is that people are trying to keep it out of the banks. And it's, the, it's a Federal Reserve's job to convince the people otherwise. And they're doing that by inflating the stock market and making the traditional investments look a lot safer than they really are. Yeah. And, you know, and I just brought up to both of you before we came on that then to yesterday it rolled out uh, some on the AP, actually. So it's their their controlled media. So whatever this means to anyone. But they are trying to impose now uh, transparency rules that Janet Yellen, FinCEN and all these other financial regulators are putting in now. And they are going to be looking into all real estate transactions that are done in cash. And what we've been talking about for a long time was it was gold and silver and then real estate. And real estate was going up and going up, but a lot of people, like you just said, they were they were parking cash in real estate rather than the banks because they were foreseeing what was gonna happen. Well, now all of a sudden, because they're broke and they're panicking, they want to go back in and revisit transactions under the guise again of fighting money laundering, you know, of course. But um, this is a, a thing that is rolling out right now. This is just a, an article from yesterday that anyone can look at. And uh, apparently they are going to be reviewing uh, for this year's tax. Um, the IRS, as everyone knows, expanded. It added a lot of AI, a lot of technology, a lot of agents. Um, and they will be uh, reviewing uh, cash transactions for real estate over the past few years. Yeah, it, um, and just to add a couple things to that, and for people that are listening, um, we, we, we talked to each other, all three of us, like two weeks ago. 
and it wasn't that right. long ago. And we spent almost 30 minutes talking before the recording because we had so much new information that really backed up what we've been talking about for the last two, three years. I couldn't even get it all out. It's like, um, I got a letter from Chase this week from Chase Bank that said, um, basically threatening to um, close our business accounts because we were doing too many cash deposits that are under the $10,000 reporting threshold. <gasps> Now, I've never once um, deposited uh, um, any cash into the Chase account, and I'm trying to figure out how this could have happened. And then I realized that um, when people purchase precious metals from us, that sometimes they um, they will take whatever cash they have on hand, usually less than 10000 and deposit that and, and make the purchase. And that's the only thing that I could come up with. So I texted that explanation to my representative at Chase, and he's, he's working on it through a little bit of back-channeling. But... The, the point is, is that um, um, what you just said in the article you showed with Janet Yellen shows that they want to understand where every single dollar is, where exactly. it is, where it's been and where it's going. And um, and that's this is all going to be a moot point once we move to a CBDC, because you won't be able to hide any CBDCs in a soccer drawer or in a mattress. And, and soon, oh. uh, probably gold and silver can be tracked at some point if the people are purchasing it with CBDC or any kind of cryptocurrency. So I think that the door is closing here to where you can be able to privately make gold and silver purchases. Also, Mel, three years ago when we first started talking and doing these interviews, we talked about um, the $600 um, reporting requirement, right. uh, how that, yes. that, that comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. It's actually been passed before and then was repealed immediately okay. after. Forget the 600. That's never. That's not going to happen because now it's going to be just any dollar that you spend or whatever yeah. it ends up being. Because if it's all, right. if if we're on a centralized banking system, if we're on the blockchain, then everything's going to be out there and open to be programmed, as you always say, or possibly approved or rejected by who knows who. Interesting. Right. I mean, we won't know. They will never know, and we will never get somebody on the phone. But again, we need to fight against this. And and the truth is, what you're saying with the six hundred dollars, that's back. But what I did tell everyone when um they passed the executive order that we talk about all the time for central bank digital currency, that was bad enough. And then they passed the IRS executive order for the and everyone's looking at the eighty seven thousand agents. And I was looking at because that's what I do. I was looking at the AI, the ledger technology, and the surveillance aspects that they were implementing because it, it bounced right off of the infrastructure deal. The you know Inflation Reduction Act had all this other ledger technology in it and blockchain technology that was connecting up with the IRS executive order. So this has all been a long game to force us into that. But Bo comes with different kind of information because he looks at patterns over centuries and kind of looks at it a little different. But all of this stuff is very real. And as long as we've been saying it, they've been saying no. They just, uh, Andrew and I talked before also about the Small Business Reporting Act that just went through. So now everyone that makes any money off of any uh, LLC is going to have to report on their, their gains. I mean, this was not how it ever was, but this is a sign of desperation. Uh, what are you seeing, Bo, with uh, this this march to claw back every dollar and watch <laughs> and track every dollar before uh, before implosion? Well, like we're talking, what is, you know, their ultimate goal is control. That's the whole point of this conversation we're having right now. They want to control and they want to enslave you. 
No different than when you go back in scriptures and you look at what Israel happened to them relative to Pharaoh. Pharaoh had everybody in bondage and they were controlled. And that's the evil regime, their evil agenda is all about control. And we further, we talk about finances and the stock market. I've been saying on your podcast and every other podcast, the U.S. dollar, the financial system. I'm not talking the stock market. I'm saying the financial system is another fraud. Now, why I say that? Well, look in the year 2020. Okay, we don't need to go back that far. But if again, if you study history, you'll know the future. If you study history, you'll know the future. The further you go back in history, the more you'll know about the future. And I go quite far back in terms of history. That's what I try to study. But let's just go back to four years ago, 2020. Okay, the markets collapsed in March. They dropped, the Dow dropped 38%. I want people to think about this because this happened. The Dow dropped 38% on the, at the end of March, that weekend, they came in, they, they created out of thin air, $7 trillion, and they push it back into those seven stocks you're talking about, or the stock market, and guess what? Everything was fixed. You see, everything, so you look at the markets now, the stock market's going up, okay? All they do is they drops one day, they create money that night, push it back in the stock market, and everything's fixed the next day. You see, everything's controlled. And why? Because they're, they know there's an election coming up. They, you know, naturally, the year of the election, they drop the gas prices to make everything look better. But for the three years before the election, they were screwing you and you're paying like exorbitant prices on gas. But just haphazardly, the, the year of the election, oh, my gosh, the gas prices dropped down by two bucks a gallon. You know, everything's like everything's fixed. Right. And so the, we, we live in a world of smoke and mirrors. And, you know, you go to, you, you, know, we, you know, you guys have been in Hollywood. You've seen what goes on in Hollywood. You know, it's called a facade. You know, they, they will have a scene played in a movie, but the buildings are actually fake. There's nothing there. It's just a facade. So they put a building up. It looks like it's a real building, but behind it, there is no building. It just, it's just a structure of, of a wall. And so this is smoke and mirrors. Evil operates in the shadows. Uh, it's all a control system to control and enslave you. And the money is how they did it and how they do it. And so, yes, I know Jalen, Jalen, Janet Yellen has her plans. And I know the Fed, which is not federal, not a reserve. I know they have their plans. Everybody's got their plans. And that's all great because evil's got an agenda. And his agenda is to control and enslave you. And then they're going to bring on, they want, they want to bring on a central bank digital currency because that's the next level of control. So all of this really sounds horrible. Holy mackerel. Evil's about to win. And then God shows up. Yeah. You see, God put up at any angel of death appeared upon Pharaoh. And it doesn't matter how many plagues God was throwing at him. Pharaoh kept saying no. And, you know, from a Jewish perspective, you know, the, you know, you read the scriptures. It's all in the Old Testament. And they're like, Moses, what are you doing? You know, this one plague, another plague. And, they, and then Pharaoh counters it and keeps throwing stuff at him. And, and Pharaoh was not going to back down. Why was he not going to back down? Because pride and arrogance. What do you think these people have? They're full of pride and they're full of arrogance and they all have secret handshakes. Um, you know, Mel, you do an incredible job of explaining how, you know, follow the money, follow the money, follow the money, right? And it's all a pyramid. It all leads to the central bank. It all it all leads to people that create money out of thin air. Was it Rockefeller or Rothschild said, allow me to control the money supply. I care not who makes its laws. Yeah, exactly. putting on the news. Yep. Yes. Yeah, putting yes or talking about what was he saying? You know, the, the, he was basically talking about a, he ultimately without saying it, he was he was saying that there is a secret society. There's there's a secret group of people doing uh, uh, secret things. OK, behind the sh in the yep. shadows. And that's what's going on. And so um, yep. we can keep believing all, you know, that these people are in control. 
power control until God shows up. And you don't believe me? Well, then go study because if you the further you look back in history, the more you'll know about the future. What happened in history? The angel of death showed up. Okay, there are four prophetic prophetic voices that I know of. And I was on a morning show just morning with Julie Green, and she read one of the prophecies, Ken Christmas, uh, um, uh, Amanda Grace. There's a number of prophets that have stated in their own different ways that an angel of death moment is coming. So as much as these people do have plans, uh, they have horrific plans. They want to control you. They want to bring on a one world government. That's all scriptural. These are things that are coming upon the world. And so, yes, they have their plans. But the year 2024, this is the great news. Those that prepared, those who've reached out to Andrew, those who bought precious metals. The reason Andrew and I are not in fear, the reason Mel K is not in fear, why? Because Mel owns precious metals. And I know for a fact, the day Mel got the first shipment of precious metals from Andrew, she had the best sleep of her night. Why? Because she was holding God's money. And when you hold God's money, you don't really care what happens to the financial system because Ultimately, God is going to intervene. And when you read what happened to Belshazzar, Mene, Mene, Tekel, Afsharsim, the writing on the wall. You've been weighed in the balances and found wanting. That's what's going to happen to the world. Your, their kingdom is about to come to an end. And that's what's about to happen. Why? Because it's 400 years since the Mayflower. We're at a 400-year moment. We're at a 50-year Leviticus moment. Uh, You've got the Roe v. Wade. You've got uh, the petrodollar contract with Kissinger. You've got the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum. And what happened uh, 72 years later was, uh, was the Davos Manifesto. From a Jewish perspective in 1973, you had the Yom Kippur War. All of this is 2023, 2020. You add 50 years to 20. You add 50 years, 1973, and you get the year 2023. Yep. But Bo. Yep. But, Bo, this is 2024. No, it's not. No, it's not 2024. It's 2023. The year, if you want to just simply put, put on the one slide that basically answers that question, and we talked about this last time, but this is so important to understand. If you look at the calendar, Mel, what is Dece representative? 10, right? Dece is 10. Right. December, yeah. Oct, oct, octagon, oct. What is eight? Oct, eight. Sept is seven. Okay, this is this is no. We're still in Rome, but we they're operating in the shadows. This is the Roman calendar: September, October, November, January is the eleventh month. Wow. We're in February. We're in month twelve. We're not in the new year. And guess what? March is. It's their god. So Janus is a god. Februm's a god. Guess what? Janus. I guess what Mars is. Martius. It's their god of war. Yeah. Well, Expect that's what we're watching. financial chaos. It's going to happen. Yeah. And then, but it's, but again, all of this, we're stepping into biblical times. Spring is about to hit here as we get into March 20th. So, you know, no one knows the exact date this is going to go down, but I, I agree with everything everybody said here. You know, they're trying to bring on a central bank digital currency. They want to enslave and control humanity. That is their plan. And then suddenly God shows all in on is Babylon the Great and everything flips. So I don't know what more to say. These people are disgusting and they they have some sick and disgusting plans. And I can't disagree with anything that we've said in this podcast between Mel and Andrew. It's 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 truly horrific what they have planned for, for humanity. We really we really need I guess from a Jewish perspective, Mel, let me ask you, if God didn't show up with the with the angel of death, 
Would Pharaoh have ever let Israel go? Um, I, I don't believe so, but I also know that a lot of people out there that are waiting for, you know, this, um, this moment, this sign, I think the sign is very clear already, uh, that we need to walk in faith forward protect ourselves and have, uh, you know, our connection with our family, our future, our God, our security, our safety, all of that being first and foremost, and not being caught up in the chaos and not being caught up in the fear. You were talking about the plagues and everything that was happening. But I always say, you know, I, I, I know, obviously, all the pastors that you're talking about and the, and the prophets and, of course, Amanda and everyone. And I, I listen to them and I, you know, I give kind of a different perspective because I talk about following the money. I talk about who they are, the puppet master. I see America right now. They are above our government. They are above the law. They are above all of it. And they are manipulating everything for this globalist goal, this global governance goal. And what we have to remember is that they are invested financially in the global governance goal. So for so to protect what they have, because I believe that since the beginning of Agenda 2030, back to Agenda 21, that most of the multinational corporations that are involved in the great reset and all the way up the pyramid that you talk about and I talk about, they are invested in this outcome that is being thwarted in real time right in front of their faces. And it is very similar yes. to me to Pharaoh panicking after they were gone and going after them and thinking he could catch up and stop them. And so that Red Sea moment that everyone is saying, well, Mel, the Red Sea moment's coming. And I'm like, but they don't, they didn't know when either. They just kept walking right. in faith and as they came up behind them. So what they are trying to pull off in, in the wars, in the chaos, in the information warfare, in the fear and everything is an idea that they are going to get us. They will not allow us to free ourselves. They will keep us enslaved. And with what you're saying, Bo, the truth of the matter is that um, they can't. And, and we have to remember that, but protecting ourselves, preparing and watching, because we've talked many times on the show about bail-ins and bailouts and all the things that they manipulated since 2008, if not before, because I've been looking at a lot of the laws that changed. People ask when the two-tier justice system started. I would say that Eric Holder put in a memo I've talked about a lot on my show about collateral consequences that I think was written and used so that nobody, when they actually, I believe it was a controlled demolition in 2008 of the market by these people to start the centralization of money and to get rid of as many small banks as they could to keep pushing towards the centralized global digital currency that we are facing right now. And as everyone remembers, nobody went to jail, too big to fail, or as, as, as uh, Eric Holder called it, collateral consequences that weren't worth prosecuting those banks or, um, or the corporations that did not pay for their crimes at the time. So we are in a place where people that are running, as in Pharaoh, uh, because they've committed great evil, are doing everything they can to stop themselves from from losing uh, their power. And I feel like we're in a very similar situation to that. I would say this, if you if what you just said, you know, I'm in full agreement with you. And all I can say is the further you look back in history, the more you will know the future. If you study history, you will know the future. And what I'm saying is when these people that are in control when, you know, on the slides, I've got here the number of this is Nimrod, okay? Just before the tower was finished, God showed up and the tower fell. Nimrod fled. He fled to Iran. He fled to Iraq. When he fled to Iraq, he changed his name to 
Gilgamesh, G. The Gilgamesh spirit, the, what the Gilgamesh was building, what, what Nimrod was building is now what's called the Freemasons. And there's their logo. It's the logo G for Gilgamesh, which is no different what they're trying to re, they're trying to rebring back of Babel. They're trying to bring all of this back. And there is your G. There's your Gilgamesh, the Gilgamesh side, the Gilgamesh plan. And you know that you've always said, follow them to the left. Look at all these people. Rockefellers, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Rockefellers, Rothschild, Bilderberg Group. You know this better than I do because you've studied it, Mel. You know, follow the money. And notice the G, the whole, uh, their logo is a pyramid. Okay. So it all works its way to the top. And when you study, the top of the pyramid is where the control is. That's called in scriptures, the gate to hell. So the gate to hell is the very top of the pyramid. And that pyramid, the top of it, they use what? The money. They create money out of thin air to enslave and control humanity. You can then move this over to what's called Mystery Babylon. And the money is now allowed them, the, the financial system, the money is allowed them to control the churches, the family, the education, the government, the entertainment, and the media. Tell me I'm wrong. But the money has been the root of all of this. They've used it all. And then you've got Putin coming out here literally yesterday saying, what? They've weaponized the dollar. The dollar is the, the power hub of the United States. They made a huge strategic mistake. The U.S. just made it because of the sanctions that they've been pushing across the globe with the control they're trying to use with this dollar. Because it's what? It's a control mechanism. See that mist? See the guy controlling everything with the strings? And so yeah. by the laying sanctions on nations this is the puppet master laying sanctions on nations trying to control what they can and can't do and it's at what it's a control system and so all of this is their plan because ultimately they have a window of time not now okay their plan they have, they have plans but they god gave them a window of time in the future it's not right now and so, yes, they have their agenda 2030, but before we even get to 2030, we got some awesome things ahead of us because why? Right. A suddenly moment's going to come that's going to be, again, no one knows the exact day this is going to go down, but I'm telling you, uh, we the, 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 the time window is now screaming that 2020, as we leave 2023, which we're still in, and then with 2024 begins somewhere in the, somewhere in the month of March, when massive transitions start to happen here, we're going to see the fall of the US dollar. Putin's word, right, we're saying between those lines of we've made a grave mistake, a stupid mistake, uh, it was a stupid thing we did with the US dollar. We are soon to witness the brothers of Goliath attack the US dollar. This comprises 70% of the world population is about to attack the US dollar. It will lose its status, not it might, it will lose its status as the world reserve currency here soon. And it's gonna be a horrific day but at the same time, too, it leads into something wonderful in the future, because if they built, if they use the money system to build this evil beast, if the money system that they used to build this evil beast suddenly is dethroned as the world reserve currency, I would say a lot of great things follow, including huh, uh, how do they fund the wars with the dollar? Well, if the dollar is no longer accepted globally, uh, guess what the good news is? All this, these wars soon enough come to a end and suddenly you have peace back in the earth i know all of this is crazy but putin actually said how do you end the war in ukraine his words were very simple stop funding them stop giving ukraine money he said it right right and we just saw that 
fully captured government, as everyone knows, I think. And uh, they, they're voting on sending our money, sending our money. He also said something else very smart, which was, how can we be sending money thousands <laughs> to thousand miles away and we're not even doing anything about protecting our own country and our border and other areas? I might be going down there to the border. And it's like what I am hearing is just so horrific and so sad and, and it's being manipulated. And then we have the media. Now, Andrew, um, another thing that is going on is that the central banks themselves are loading up on gold. And that's all I keep hearing. Turkey, China, India, all these countries that are in BRICS are storing up on gold. So that what does that you know mean to the average American citizen that has yet to take the uh, leap to gold and silver? Because a lot of this also we forget, um, people might forget, they cut off Russia from the SWIFT uh, money uh, system that the whole world was using. So they just decided to come up with their own. Now not just gold and silver, but in their own currencies. So uh, what is the central bank's uh, main plan? And are the American uh, factions of these banks, what are they saying? Because you and I have watched really a schizophrenic talk from uh, Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan and all the U.S. central banks about gold and silver. They usually play it down, like don't get it while they're buying, while they're hoarding it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So for years and years and years, uh, um, the um, other countries have been loading up on on the U.S. dollar because the U.S. dollar and and the um, the Treasury bonds that back it have had just amazing value, and, um, with the exception of the uh, Great Great Recession back about 15 years ago. But uh, now we're seeing a complete flip on that, where the end of the dollar being the world's reserve currency, but it's going to be the fall of all the other fiat currency out there. It, the currency as we know it globally is being revolutionized because we're we're, we're going to change to a new something not seen before where it goes digital. And I believe that Bo has actually um, made charts and talked about how long currencies last. Um, most currencies, I think, don't last more than 95 years, and that's about what it's been for our currency. So it's, it's time to move to the next currency. Well, that creates uncertainty. So the central banks are loading up on gold in order to um, hedge against the revolutionized banking system system that's happening right now. And and I think it's yeah. just a great move. Yeah. And I want people to know that um, now we're at, I watched this. So now we're at 36 states that have bills in their state governments and we're getting a big lesson. And, you know, a lot of people now finally revisiting the Federalist Papers, especially 46 and the other one that talk about mm -hmm. states' rights versus uh, federal rights. The states' rights are to keep, keep an eye on the federal government, not the other way around. And so uh, now we're at um, yeah, 36 states have put in bills to make uh, gold and silver legal tender in their state, though it already is uh, in many ways. But to, to make this a actual um, legislation, it's, um, before we go back to Bo, what does that say to you, uh, Andrew, about actually making it formalized? Is this the states looking out for themselves or, or what do you think that that's about? Well, I think it's great. I think they're just laying out the groundwork for when everything does switch over that um, that there is an option for people to make purchases with gold and silver. Now, one of the things that people reach out to us all the time with are specifically, how will you use gold and silver to transact? And we don't actually know that right now because we need to be in an emergency situation in order for that to become crystal clear. We only know that it will work that way. And I'm sure Bo can expand on that as well. 
Yeah, let, uh, let's let's kick the bow to uh, kind of break that down because we want people to um, really, this is about, and as it always is with my show and with Andrew and Bo, we want people to protect themselves. We want them to weather the storm. All three of us are uh, believe that God wins here and this is a biblical battle, but getting from A to uh, B is going to have some really chaotic, tough times. And uh, we're very big on uh, buying gold and silver it's either storing it with andrew which i think is the best idea for me and most people or you can have it delivered to you but there's peace of mind in that foremost that peace of mind is really important because uh bo there there's going to be a lot of chaos and scare tactics and disease x and this and that everything's going to be thrown at us but if we are uh secure and stable in what we know and believe to be true and in faith uh, that can't happen. But at the same time, we have to protect ourselves uh, between uh, this period. So uh, the event that was about to happen, the fall of all of the system is scripturally, it's the third seal of revelation. It's a financial rebalancing. And then that leads us into later on what's called the fourth seal of revelation. The fourth seal is plague and pestilence. So if you think you had plague with Corona, oh, no, no, you hadn't seen anything yet. Okay, but the cool. So what they're going to do later on in the future, they're going to say, oh, all all paper money, not some all paper money is now tainted with this new virus. And therefore, you have to burn your money, but get rid of it. It's what no bank wants it. No, it's you. It, that's going to be their ultimate uh, move, because then they're going to bring in what's called a central bank or digital currency or, the you know, the beast system money where the chip comes in because you no longer need to touch paper currency and money. So they're going to use the fourth seal ultimately to bring in because once all four horsemen, these are the fourth four seals, four horsemen, once the four horsemen of Revelation are riding, then what comes in is a savior. Not Christ, the false savior with all the answers and the, all the answers come in with, hey, you just got to take this little chip. We'll give you all the food you want. Uh, we'll, you know, you, they've lost it. We'll control everything in life, but we'll give you everything you need. Well, you know, free life, uh, anything for free comes with a price. I'm going to repeat that. Anything and everything given to you for free always, always comes with a price. And so that's why gold and silver is the ultimate money, because regardless of this new whatever is going to come out in the future with a fourth seal, you see, if you understand the mechanism of silver and gold, no virus or bacteria can, can sit on, on, a, on a, precious, a precious metal. That's why they're called precious, because no virus. That's like if you took um, a long time ago in Rome, they would actually milk a cow. They'd have milk and they'd throw a silver coin into the jug and that and the milk would last for a week or two. Because as long as a piece of silver was in with that milk, that milk would you could leave it out in the warm weather, and it would not go bad for for a couple of weeks, simply because there is silver in there. So viruses and bacteria cannot replicate uh, if uh, on, on a piece of silver or a piece of gold, particularly a piece of silver. So that's why silver and gold are the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate money. And so how do we transition to this new system? Because it is coming whether you like it or not. Okay. So when the financial system flips. Uh, the prophetic word is very, is, you know, these are prophetic words. They, what the, the scripture, well, the, the prophecies are, the way we transact will change forever. Well, Andrew already referenced how one of the means is going to be the blockchain, okay? So, you know, the central bank digital currency, understand that's like, right now there's like maybe 10,000 coins, there's Bitcoin, and then there's another 10,000 alternate coins out there, okay? You don't need 10,000 coins, but the central bank digital currency would just be one of those 10,000. Does that make sense? So it's not like the coin, it's just a coin, but the world would have to accept it as the coin. Like right now, the world's accepted Bitcoin as 
the the ultimate uh, store, you know, coin to use in terms of cryptocurrencies. That's why when Andrew went overseas, they accepted it gladly for payment. Why? Because the world has accepted that as a value token, right? And they accepted it as payment. And so they might have a plan for a central bank digital currency, but the world has to accept it. And right now you got all these, you know, nations. This is, this is like we're at a critical po point in time. But so ultimately, most of these coins are going to go to zero because you don't need 10,000. So I don't, and this is not the time for the central bank digital currency as much as they have plans for it. Well, we're going to watch and see how this all plays out. But a point is gold and silver become the ultimate money because they're the massive stores of wealth and no virus and dead bacteria can, can touch on them. And so the way we transact will change forever. Mark my words, at some point, I believe maybe later this year, we're going to go into a department store or a grocery store with a piece of silver. This is going to be all after the U.S. dollar crashes or is it next year? Regardless. But this year into next year, we're going to go into department stores and the department store will know what the value of silver is that day. And we're going to transact with precious metals in the stores for a window of time until we get our back on our feet. Uh, and we're also going to use, you know, the dollar locally as well, too, but no one globally is going to be accepting it. So it's going to the U.S. dollar is going to be nicknamed something relative to, um, you know, S.H.I.T. coin <laughs> or S.H.I.T. dollar, <laughs> as I believe where it's going to go, because we're ultimately going to go back into a, a, a financial system backed by gold. So this is why I tell people. You know, you you might think, you know, you look at your bank accounts and, and I have to use this example every you know, we're so custom now, you can log into the computer, you go to your, you know, whatever bank you have, you log in and you see, hey, I've got this, you know, you got all these digits that pop up on the screen. And I've said this and I'll say this again, those are nothing but digits on a screen. And when the financial system goes down, those digits could very easily just disappear. Okay, because they're nothing but digits on a screen. You might get a bank statement in the mail and says, hey, this is how much money you have. These are all, again, it's, it's just a digit, digits printed on a piece of paper. So if you think it's real, well, that's your prerogative, okay? You grew up with knowing that the U.S. dollar is, is has value, okay? The problem is globally, Putin even said, other nations are no longer accepting it. You know, they're, they're, they're dumping the bonds, they're dumping the dollar. Nations are doing this right now. Putin said it yesterday. And so we're about to witness a moment in time where everything changes because something big is about to go down financially. And regardless of whatever it is, okay, whatever goes down financially, Every time a, a currency collapses, go back in history, the U.S. dollar's got 110 years in it right now. It's one of the longest standing currencies ever, but every currency that's ever existed in human history ultimately goes to zero. The U.S. dollar at some point, by probably by the end of this decade, will be worth zero. It's going to go when it loses the status of the world reserve currency, it's going to be worth less. And then right. several years later, it's going to be worth less again. And then by the end of the decade, as, a, as the year 2020, 30 hits, the agenda 2030, it'll be worthless. Yeah, well, you know what, that, that's why. That's why, because it coincides with all of that. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying that they're going to be all these nations are selling their credit and buying gold just because of this, because they're preparing for that. So this only makes sense. It only uh, it goes back to everything we've all been saying, which gold and silver are God's money. They've been here long before us. They'll be here long after us. Everything that we've been dealing with, other currency or this credit swap stuff and everything that's been happening, like you said, is just 
it's not real and we have to start dealing in reality in, in all aspects of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so is... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, for me, if, if you can't hold it in your hands, you don't own it. So um, I'm I'm able to sleep at night having gold and silver. It's um, if I wake up tomorrow and uh, and something happens with our banking system, if, if the uh, FI down and you can't see your digits on your on your phone or computer, I can transact with gold and silver. I can help out my family and neighbors. It's um, I, I suggest that other people do that as well. And it's not a permanent transaction. If you go into physical gold and silver, you could always convert it into whatever currency we're using at the time. It just as easily exactly. we buy back all the time. Oh, and I've people have been asking me a lot lately. Um, what do we charge when we buy back gold and silver? There, there is no commission added to it. So, so we oh, we wow. buy back the gold and silver at no commission. And I've been asked by people to start saying that because people don't know and they just assume that there is one, but there isn't. So all we do is just pay whatever it's going right. for that day, whatever we can get it for wholesale or close to it. Right, and also to protect yourselves, 401ks, IRAs, there's taxable and non-taxable events and all this stuff. You really have to go to the MelKayShow.com partners page, click on Beverly Hills Precious Metals, mm-hmm. go over to Beverly Hills Precious Metals, tell you tell them Mel K sent you, because you got to find out the facts for yourself. This is not a should be uh, relying on anyone but themselves. You got to go inside. You got to take uh, make things your priority, and one of them has to be protecting your savings and finding the best forward. Uh, but do be prepared. Don't be afraid. Uh, fear is only for people that do not prepare and do not live in faith and do not do what's right for themselves and their futures up front and proactively. And that's all we ask you to do here at the Mel K show. We to be um, in the best position to fight with us on the front lines. We've got a battle ahead. We're in, like everyone said, we're in this crazy election year. They're going to throw everything at us to keep their system in place. It's going to and we do the show so that you at least are um, are a light of, of information. You are the Paul Revere in your area. You're sharing with people what is going on, how to protect themselves. You want to be that beacon of, of hope and information and knowledge for the people around you that might not know or, or are starting to get the, the idea that something is terribly wrong. How can they protect themselves. This is a great way and it has helped me. It has helped millions and millions and millions of people get through this time period and it's not too late. Um, so Andrew, just tell everyone real quick how to do this, where to go. You can fill out the form on the MelKShow.com uh, partners page, but um, tell them what to do and uh, what kind of notes to put in there so that you can get back to them as fast as possible and get on your team uh, involved and uh, start that in motion ASAP. Oh, absolutely. So when you go to the Mel K Gold Partners page, when you click on Beverly Hills Precious Metals, there's a form that comes up and uh, be sure to say that Mel K sent you. But when you put in your first name, last name, email address, phone number, but the note section is is really how we're going to be able to help you best. Some people will put things in there like like Bo, where um, I, I invest in gold and silver on a regular basis and I have places that I usually go to, but I would like to support the show. So please reach out to me. Other people say things like, um, I want to learn how to roll over my 401k or IRA into a precious metals IRA and have it be a non-taxable event. That's a perfect thing to put in there because I get you to our retirement account team, which is, uh, which we're getting these done the fastest we ever have. Um, I hear that we're one of the fastest in the whole industry because we're we're the ones on this pilot program for this premium onboarding program that we use with our with our uh, custodian for IRAs called Equity Trust, 
and um, we can definitely get them set up quickly. Oftentimes we have account numbers open and, and the account open in the same day. So if you would like to learn more about personal storage that's outside of an IRA, and if you would like to sign up a family member with rights of beneficiary, in case something happened to you, uh, put that in there. And uh, really, whatever you put in the section helps, helps me get you to the right part portion of our team. So that's and we like don't, um, I just want yeah. everyone to know, we do not share your phone number or your email address or any like that at my show. If you've been with me a long time, you know that. So you are secure and safe here. We are really just trying to help you. And again, don't forget, Andrew has two options. You can send you your physical gold and silver to your home and short all of that. Or I choose his uh, depository because if I buy also, it's a great place to put, um, if you have savings, money that you put away for your grandchildren or for a wedding or college or whatever, a lot of people are making the move and putting them, uh, transferring that into gold and silver, keeping it at the depository that Andrew offers. And um, whenever you need it, you switch back and forth. We are looking to decentralize. And uh, like if, if Janet Yellen and all them are out there saying the banks are going to come down and we just had one in New York. And uh, we've talked before also with Ed Dowd and other people about the, the frog in the boiling water. You don't want to be caught in that. So uh, make the moves now. And I'll let Bo Pauline take us out here. Uh, last words for the people and uh, leave them on a, uh, on a path to, uh, to faith and, um, and staying secure and safe and not in fear. I would say that please go back to the beginning of the interview and re-listen to that statement made by Putin. He talks specifically about the U.S. dollar, okay? This is a very wise man. He, he speaks methodically, slowly, clearly. He's well-educated, but he more importantly, he speaks with precision. He doesn't just talk randomly off the cuff. You know, you go back and re-listen to that interview, and his words are very simple. The United States has made the biggest, the biggest strategic mistake in history by them using the dollar as a weapon they, they trying to sanction nations okay those are his words and the second word was he said this was a stupid thing to do his words so i'm telling you whether you like it or not you might believe what we're saying you might not believe what we're saying but we know ultimately that what we've been saying about the BRICS has now just been proven 100% correct we know what we've been saying about the u.s dollar is they're using that as a power instrument for the united states Putin just reiterated those words yesterday. All of these things that have been said that we talk about are truths. It's just that people will learn truths at different time points. And, you know, we're not going to be into a great awakening because we're already awake, but there's a lot of most of the world is still asleep. And that's, you know, why? Because Satan uses the media, the airways to to basically to put, keep everybody asleep. He uses smoke and mirrors. And, you know, that's what we're seeing right now in this world. It's all smoke and mirrors. And so ultimately what I'll say is this. If you don't study history, you will never know what's going to happen in the future. I've done the homework for a lot of people. I've studied history. I've gone back really far in history. And history's proven something very simple. Every single currency and every single money instrument ever, 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 ever created has always gone to zero. The US dollar is no different. Just because you grew up with it doesn't mean it's going to last forever. And history will prove you wrong if you believe the US dollar will last forever. The US dollar is about to be attacked. How we got the BRICS nations, they've all can come together as one. This is going to be a, a wild, horrific, crazy time point in our world. 
those who own precious metals. I'm telling you, you know, have you listened? Have you listened? And if you listen to Mel, if you listen to Andrew, listen to myself, we're not telling you anything to do. We're what's going on in the world. We're putting all the pieces together for you so you might have a glimpse of what's coming in the future. And what's coming in the future is a collapse of the U.S. dollar. The dollar will lose the status of the world reserve currency. When this event happens, gold and silver are going to jump vertical like you've never seen before. And that only starts the greatest bull market in human history. The prices that are coming for precious metals into the future are going to be mind-blowing. They're going to be so exciting and they will change the world. They will change the world because the way we transact will change forever. So huge things are upon us. No one knows the exact day or hour this is going to go down, but I'll finish on this. You can't stop what's coming. Thank you so much. Links are below. Also, Andrew's links are below. Also, Mel K Gold and go to the melkshow.com partners page. Fill out the form. Fill it out in depth. He's hired a lot of people uh, since we've been working together that are specialists in different things. It doesn't matter how much or or how little or what you're doing. Just get the answers. Get involved. Be uh, as always, um, we are here for you. You can always email me directly. And thank you so much for supporting the show. Both of you have been great uh, supporters of mine. And it's getting really rough out there for people that do what we do and will do what I do. And uh, it's great to know that you have family and friends that love you. And uh, we are so grateful for everyone that's watching. So thank you so much. And I will see you both uh, very soon. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. Thanks. Thanks.